0: SFJ 4x4 Studios presents. In my,
1: in my oversized four wheel drive Jeep. A Jeep podcast starring industry experts. Pure monosity <laughs> oh, What?
0: what? <laughs> Say that again. With mad scientist Scott Brown.
2: Use my drill press as a sort of lathe.
0: Our host,
1: Neil Simpson.
2: If one light goes out, they all go out. Filled with
1: shenanigans. We we are really professional with Jeeps. This is I Speak Jeep. Good Good morning, afternoon, evening, wherever, however, you are joining us. This is episode number 52, the big 5 2 of the I Speak Jeep podcast. My name is Neil. You done now? I'm done. That's it. That's
0: all you're getting.
2: Okay. Wow, that was lame. lame. That was weird. That was very Lame for you. I was.
1: I was waiting for Scott
0: to pick up the the ball. Yeah. Uh, Dal- Dalton already noticed that you have a hat on. No, no I hat. Well, there's hat? no
2: hats here. Anyway, I am Mad Scientist Scott Brown. Today, I was cleaning some more because we have a parade. A parade. Friday. We love a parade. This is the I Speak Jeep podcast,
1: uh, presented by SFJ Four x Four dot com. And it is particularly <laughs> exciting. I- I'm going to interrupt you because Chuck Laurie just chimed in with Neil looking cocky today. I don't know or what you're talking about. What you're talking about? Uh, <laughs> I I tried <laughs> I tried making uh, the noise appropriately he, earlier. I just sounded like a chicken, which obviously would play right into your um, not a good right chicken. into your uh, into your your comment there. Yeah. Before our listeners who are joining us, I may or may not have an epic. Turkey inspired hat on
2: uh, today. We thank my wife for that, can't we? Can um,
1: we I don't know.
2: Yes. I feel like that Can was we? my wife's fault. Is that your wife's? There all was right. a
0: turkey one and a shark one last the year. The shark one oh, was oh, 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 somehow. Oh,
2: somehow, you the know shark that was actually missing. better than most of
0: your impersonations. That yeah, was huh. much better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like I'll take a and W that, folks, on is that. That's how that you one. insult somebody and compliment them yes. at the same time. <laughs> I'll offended. take a W on that. <laughs> one. Just
2: offended all of our turkey viewers. Well then uh <laughs> you should translate what you're gonna talk to first. Right? Yes. Just make w- sure you're s- swearing at 'em. We're pretty <laughs> we're
1: pretty jazzed up, folks. Um A. It is a a, a holiday week and um and obviously we're going to uh, indulge in copious amounts of food. Yes. Uh g- being you know, giving thanks
2: to all the, the amazing blessings and, and good. So, so something good I things. was fun. What what's a one family food? That you really enjoy every year for Thanksgiving, are you asking me, yeah. or are you are you? Oh, um, my
1: so I legitimately my grandmother's uh, who's no longer with us, her butternut squash.
2: Mm. It's like I was a, really it's hoping for some like some random like because of your heritage because the ethnic ethnic stuff that we do you have a word i couldn't pronounce no
1: no no that's christmas man so for christmas is when and if you're if you're not familiar exactly with with me or my family we are uh proud and deep uh have slovenian or slovakian uh heritage um and so we'll get into as we get closer to christmas um and actually the uh Orthodox uh, Christmas, which will actually be in the first week of January. We'll get into uh, a very special dinner that includes words and foods that you typically don't pronounce. Uh, most people don't think are palatable and uh, chains, axes, hay and all that kind of stuff where we all sit around the table together. Yeah. So And sing Christmas songs.
2: So my favorite stuff. Yes. And I've had this since I was a little child was my grandma would make this cranberry dressing. I just grew up calling it cranberry stuff. Cranberry stuff. And it's cranberries, sugar free jello, orange zest, and celery. Celery. I'm going to your house, not his, I'm sorry.
0: What?
1: <laughs> right, Jeffrey, you can join us for, for parroaches. <laughs> and, and, and everybody everybody looks
2: at me weird. But wonky? at this point, ba- babaki, ba-baki? Ba-baki?
1: Yeah. babaki, Yeah, we we. It's babaki or babaki, wherever you know, whatever you're from. Uh, not cranberry stuff with celery in it, right? It's
2: delicious. You I know know remember you're
1: missing. the funny thing is the funny thing is I mean, being friends for from you know for a couple decades I think at, this you've point, had it at this point. Um, and I know that that was one of the like your your qualifiers for your wife when you guys got married was like yeah, she makes it. Really good. You needed stuff. her
2: to make her the cranberry stuff, so <laughs> kudos to her. Is she making that for Thanksgiving? Of this course year? she is. God bless her. And and, and uh, the kids required her to make some pumpkin roll. Oh, she makes a bomb pumpkin roll. Oh, she does. She does. And That's- she hates pumpkin roll, <clears throat> so she does it for us. That's amen. That's a that. good good. Good woman, she is. That oh, pumpkin geez. roll is really good. It is,
1: <laughs> um, folks. So this is a pretty a particularly cool one. All right, we have a special guest. We've been uh, saying uh, for a while now. Uh, we have Rob Morgan of the Daddy Jeep Garage YouTube uh, channel. He is here in full accoutrement. Um, drove his his big toe peg down in the snowstorm. So that's I, awesome. I'm all jelly,
2: it's spectacular. I wish, my, I right? wish my truck had more doors.
1: Right, more more doors. <laughs> Uh, you know, cool, cool, uh, driveline eventually, yeah. you know, full, full wire interior is Cool. Yeah. The whole thing. Um, just as it should be, just as it should be. Right. Yes. Um, came down in the, uh, the Arctic tundra from one Arctic tundra to another realistically. Yes. Um, and so we're going to be talking about the daddy Jeep, uh, YouTube page. Oh, we'll also be talking a little about things that we are or are not thankful for in this, in this past year. Where's the list? Uh,
0: <laughs> and then also, real quick, Ken chimes in. Hope you all have a happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thank you, Thanksgiving. Ken.
1: Happy Thanksgiving to you as well. Um, we'll be, uh, just so everybody you know knows or cares, I'm a Macy Thanksgiving Day. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, my God. If you
2: don't wave at Santa, you're not getting any presents. That-
1: that's the truth. <laughs> that is the darn truth. You can kiss those Jeep parts goodbye. Yeah, gone. Um, so I'll be doing that and uh, orange rolls. That's my 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 Thanksgiving morning tradition. So you should have brought that up.
0: Orange um, rolls are good. I'm going to be doing pumpkin pie, peanut butter pies. But first thing in the morning, yeah, I got to make them. Dang. Oh, oh, you're going to be in
2: sugar coma by by seven no, o'clock he's making him i'm he's making, making him, him. Oh, for, yeah. for
0: thanksgiving dinner uh, uh we're, we're gonna be heading to my
2: parents
1: for that so nice nice so yeah we've got we're gonna be talking uh, uh with rob uh, we're gonna be doing our thankful piece um obviously uh, per usual we might uh conversate a little bit about our our weekend if you are one of our international national southern western whatever listeners you may or may not truly understand the gravity of the situation but Right now, national news is completely obsessed with the fact that there's we're, a part of the country.
2: We're on the news a couple of times.
1: Yes. <laughs> yes. There's literally the uh, town next door to us. And then, obviously, Buffalo, New York, is which is only about yeah. you know an hour and 45 minutes
2: uh, north-ish. I, I talked to my friend who lives in Buffalo. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was a couple day days old. I was like, "Hey, so uh, what are you up to? And he said 46 inches. Ooh. Man, at last I knew, they were over 60 from
1: somebody
0: I he know up there, that too. says
2: everything, you don't go anywhere, you don't do anything but shovel. <laughs> That's and how, just that's what you keep do. shoveling. Just
1: keep shoveling. Just keep shoveling. Just keep shoveling. <laughs> um, so, um, you know, the thing is, folks, if you're listening to us, uh, we are well, we're not too too bad here at this point. But yeah, man, the last week has been, want, a doozy, but... been a doozy, been a doozy, and uh, for November, um, we have you know snow mounds from the plow truck that are you know as tall as our our lifted jeeps yes um and that's obviously just a part of our life in general so if you're listening to us you understand that uh you know there are you know feet of snow around our facility um i i do like that our facebook post that we put out on our page was uh the jeep
0: on the mound OK. And uh, caption this. Some yes. of those comments. I don't know if you've got a chance to read through
1: those. Oh, were they good? They're very good. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So if you head over to uh, one of the uh, Facebook pages, uh, the Jeep Facebook page, uh, you'll see a, a sick uh, a sick KL doing some off roading. I don't think it's up there intentionally. I'll just say I, that. No, I, no, I don't
0: think
2: so. I fully support them off roading. Yeah.
1: Um, Joe's chiming in. You
0: know, I didn't recognize that hat as a turkey at first. Mm. I, Interesting I don't know what you're
1: talking about.
3: <laughs> 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 so,
1: uh, yeah, and don't worry, folks. If you're listening, if you're one of our listeners, you're not missing anything. Let's just let's just call it what it is. So, <laughs> uh, goodness. So, uh,
2: you made some progress on your uh, on I, your that there thirty six Ford I hot did. rod of yours. I did. I even have uh, posts I haven't made out yet or put up yet. Can I
1: tell you that people are actually talking to me about what a uh, an interesting skill set you're developing about your metalworking? Uh, it's kind of interesting. <laughs> yes, people are, are like, "That's so cool that Scott's doing like hand fab metal work." And it's not just like one person; it has been multiple people who have brought up the fact that um, you're you're taking on um, a little bit of a dying art. Right. Because we live in a world where unless, you know, it's been uh, it's been a repop reproduction produced body panel. Yeah. People, you know, kind of struggle to to do that
2: type of work. And you're actually hand making parts. What's really funny is I keep asking on the groups like, hey, anybody found this part yet or anybody can send me a picture? I, I should just stop doing that because <laughs> yeah. it's very like this one. Finally, like three le- weeks later, somebody posted a picture, and you can see like tech screw, tech screw at m- various angles for the people that oh, are listening, dear. and big. Bi- I mean, gaps that a, a, a beaver could get through the floorboard, and I'm like, yeah, that's not what you that's want. That's not what I want. No, uh, I was I was hoping want. for like a stock picture because and. I am not building this car stock. That is important to say, but for some dumb reason, I can't help myself. If I take off a piece and it looks like a certain way, I'm going to do my darndest to make it look like that when it goes back in. So I am currently uh, in my toe board area of where my, you know, basically my foot goes. uh, And there's a reinforcement that I had taken out and repaired, and I finally put that back in. And most people would have just stopped there. It tightened up the cowl like. Wow. Nice. It's amazing how much structure that Structure it gave to you. Uh, But the factory, there was literally three pieces of steel. There was a a channel that ran from there all the way to the rear tires. And then there is the floor under that. And then you have your tow board. And then there was a reinforcement that ran from the front of the cowl all the way back to the front body mount. Mm Mm-hmm. And so I started making that last night. So I'm going to have three pieces of steel. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. And that means all the shapes that I created for the piece below that have to be mirrored. Right, right. They all have
1: to to sandwich nicely together, it sounds like. Sandwich nicely
2: together. So I am, in the midst of doing that, I did get the tow board welded in. Like I said, that really made a big difference. And uh, I made a, a piece. I write a gap. I created that last night while that in and started on this new piece, but it's not quite where I'm happy yet. So I've th- I some pictures and, and wait and I will take some more as I figure out how I'm making this piece. And then I got to make uh cow feet or, or body mount You're about to make cow feet, cow feet, cow oh, feet. That's what I heard. <laughs> I heard it. And, <laughs> and, and it looks like it has a horseshoe around the bolt. And I'm really trying to figure out how I'm going to make is like that. farm day on the podcast. It I'm is. just doing farm animals. So, <laughs> just nope, so, <laughs> nope. <laughs> oh, no, don't do
1: Oh, okay, my bad. Resist, uh, resist. <laughs> I feel like I feel like my child's two again, and we're doing farm animal sounds. I gotta focus. That's just so, <laughs> so. uh the thing is, if if folks, if you're if you're listening, watching, here's the thing: if you're not following Scott yet, you need to be, right? So, um, go hey, over to my
2: Instagram. Head
1: over to his Instagram, 40, uh, 36, Ford 46, crazy. 36 Ford Crazy, or follow him on his Facebook. Um, we've done Jeep stuff, we do Jeep stuff, we post yep. about it. Yep. Part of the Jeep life is the fact that we take the skill set, the rugged individualism that the brand offers us, and we say, Hey, you know what? Uh, I need to build some body panels for this traditional hot rod build, I'm just gonna go for it. Yeah, and um. And that is, I, I think that really conceptualizes the Jeep life. It's not just the camping, wheeling, off-road kind of stuff. It is, this, is this, this moxie that goes with the ownership to say, hey, you know what? There's a blizzard outside. That's all right, honey. I'm going to work. I'm going to the store. I'm still, I'm still oh, going to manage or this. Or I can't
2: find what I want, and it's not quality I want it to be. Well, I'm time gonna, to make it. I'm going to make it. Absolutely. <laughs> Buy the tools
1: you need and, and do it. And and keep learning. If you fail the first time or if it's not right the first time, then you just try it again. it again. You make it again. You don't give up, right? Yep. Um, speaking of, speaking of, I got called out uh, by our friend, uh, the Angry Turtle. Uh-oh. Uh, A, he wants his Jeep. I need, to, I need to help him out in that regard. But... Uh, the, the owner of the Angry Turtle has been, as um, some people... Faithful, faithful friend. Faithful friend over many years. I saw pictures.
0: And I was like,
2: man, I, I I like Neil, but I don't know if I like him that much.
0: <laughs> you were working on the house? He was. Were we, you shoveling the snow out of it? Uh, we absolutely were. Yeah. Yeah. So so we, um,
1: so so we um I try to reach out to I,
0: to... I saw
2: snow up to the top of 40.
0: We'll be back after a
1: quick break. You love listening to podcasts.
2: grow and monetize your podcast ready to get started click the link in the show notes to get our free step-by-step guide to starting your podcast today
1: ah we did right so (laughs) So just I'm just going to set the scene a little bit. Right. Again, it's been blizzarding. It's there's literally feet of snow that has come down. Um, if it's you're unaware, drifting, it's been drifting in a big open. Field. Well, here I, and, think, I
0: think we have a couple pictures.
1: Well, and, and, and I'm just going to continue to set that stage. You can bring the pictures up. But uh, for those who, who haven't seen them yet. Um, I do have a picture on here that is special just for uh, the podcast viewers. Uh, I don't know if it's this one or not, but we'll we'll talk about. It. This is where I'm I'm dead stuck, buried in the in the field. Uh, <laughs> if you're just joining us of in listening, um, Dragon my 60s. wife and I. My wife and I uh, are endeavoring to downsize our physical house structure, right? We have a beautiful home in western Pennsylvania, um, you know, five acres and, and a whole. And it may be for sale. Sh- and it may be for sale here in the near future, <laughs> right? Um, and, and my wife and I, in that pursuit of rugged individualism, are just like, hey, you know what? We're going to hand-build our house, so. Um, and, and uh, since we're not professional builders,
2: just a good sport. Neil wants to build his own house. Oh,
1: that woman is in charge. Don't (laughs) let any, don't let the Turkey hat fool you.
2: Um, as she should be. Right. Right. So, uh, it's just nice of them to think that we're in charge. That's right. They just let us, they
1: just let us believe that. (laughs) So, um, we went ahead and we're hand building this house together uh, as a as a, a board by board piece. So we started with a what's called a camp shack. Uh, we moved it in just over a year ago, or just under a year ago at this point, uh, which was an epic uh, adventure in itself. Where we got the semi trailer stuck um, in the in, in the muck and the high growth, and then obviously we used jeeps to try and uh, try and pull it out. Yep. Um, here we are now uh, in a blizzard. And um, Jason calls me out and I said, Jason, I, I, I text him. I said, hey, I don't know if we can get to the house. And he was like, why? And I was like, there's yeah. so much snow. And, uh, you know, if you are just from 40 minutes south of us, yeah. you don't have snow. There's a nope.
2: dusting, you know? Yeah. And because um, it, it is lake effect. Because it I is lake effect. I have a f- car friend that's up by Cleveland. Yes. He took his 53 or 54 Chevy for a ride the other day. I was like, listen. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, no, that's not happening here, <laughs> no. right? Not happening. Jason goes, you have 40s and tons. Like, you have no out. excuse. Man, that he was
2: a- called me out. Yeah, Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. He's like, I want to go stand in the freezing cold. I don't think he understood. He didn't
1: house. understand the assignment. I was like, fine. You know what? Cool. You called me out. I think that's why he worked on the house with me in the conditions, because he called me How out. How long
2: did you guys work?
1: Um, we worked uh, for five hours. In the frigid Arctic air. Right. So have all your toes. All the digits. Phalanges are intact. (laughs) Um, They were very cold. We we nursed uh, blood back into them afterwards. Um, But the pictures that are on the screen now are when I actually came to a dead stop. The house is about 150 yards off the street. Um, people always ask me, like, why so far back? I'm like, so I don't have to answer the question, why so far back from people? Because
0: um, I just They're
2: still driving up your drive, man. Yeah, I don't want to. <laughs> it's the same reason um, we start
0: the podcast at 1019. That's right. That's yes. right. <laughs> this is um, the old so things.
2: So uh, so
1: we're we have to. Uh, so the berm to get into the property is, you know, plowed. It's been plowed for the last four days. So it's, you know, four plus feet it's, high. It's important
2: to note we had rain that froze yes then it snowed like nobody's business on top of it yes so there's a sheet of ice underneath all this oh absolutely and the snow is
1: heavy heavy wet snow oh um so i managed to i I started and i just eased in and i tried to break down that four foot berm a little bit you know kind of in and out in and out
2: spank it with a 60 Uh, Bang. yes
1: that's right (laughs) um and uh and and then i just just gave it all out i just ripped right i just ripped and uh, I made it about a hundred yards down. He's like, I know. The I got
2: this friend yeah. with this blue truck with a winch. Oh, oh and he I, loves winching he people. He loves out. winching. Stuff. Oh
1: my God, he is satisfied in his core yes. when he gets to do a rescue. I,
0: I definitely got to do a winter rescue this week. I know I was, you did. I, oh, I was, another one? Well, or, no, it was fri- okay. Friday, He's yeah. Friday. A
1: high from that. He is riding a high. <laughs> that was awesome. So, it comes that to that ditch,
0: b- I'm telling you, you're you're. Jeep would have been stuck in that ditch. It was. So oh, I deep. don't doubt it. I, <laughs> I got stuck
1: in the ditch last year.
0: It
2: is what it is. Man, another call out. Yeah, there. right? Jeez. Right?
1: All the, you know, when you I got, wasn't going to call out that you did got get tons stuck. tons and 40s, yeah. everybody's shooting. You got a target on your back.
2: Uh, especially when that Greyhound pushes you in the ditch. You need, oh, you need the 44s.
1: Gosh. Um. Yeah, uh, I do need the 44s. Mickey Thompson is looking at you. Here's looking at you. <laughs> Um. So the second picture. So the first picture is where I'm solidly stuck. I'm high centered, and I've got snow at the at the hood line, um, uh, just yeah, up over the roof. Dramatic. Um, and so uh, we ended up uh, having you know I took I took twenty thirty minutes to happily shovel out from underneath the jeep, shovel that what I had just eventually pushed all the way forward. You were plowing. I was. I was plowing the driveway, <laughs> and um. And then you know, at that point in time, Jason showed up. He he walked down the driveway to the to you know he to did where I'm at. Try it with
2: the Focus, or
1: he did not try it with his Ford Focus. <laughs> no, he parked. Uh, uh, thank you to the factory, you know, kind of down the road from me. He parked over there, uh, walked over to the build site, and, uh, and once I dug this out, I backed up about five feet and I let her rip again. Uh, but of but- course. Jason was there at that point, so I obviously had him video for me. Yes. Because, um, you know, do it for the Graham, do it for Dale. Yes. And um, Let the four liter scream. Let the just let let all let six it, cylinders. Let it eat. Let it eat, right? <laughs> and, uh, and and then I plowed the driveway in the best, you know, the best four by four way possible. I just 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 drove up and down yes. letting it eat. So um and then we, we proceeded to work uh, you know, five hours in the cold uh until we just you know basically couldn't see anymore and we're like you know what we should try and get out of here uh before we're stuck and then we have to spend all night like digging out the the ditch so yeah. it was yeah. all good you have more vehicles yeah we, we just have more la- jeeps we, just have, left it there. we have more jeeps and we have a guy in a blue truck who loves rescue <laughs> uh does. and you were the you you rescued a in distress distress yeah uh and yeah. your wife videoed uh, or took pictures in the process yeah. as well so, good for you. Teaching those boys right. Yep. That's right. Good Samaritan <laughs> points for you. So, all right, folks. Well, I uh, we had a, a, a banger of a, a weekend, um, and we are going to take a moment and bring Daddy Jeep onto set, uh, and we'll be back with him and, 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 and all the entertainment that, that will provide. Ah, ah, ah. The music's still going. There we go. It's um, off. You know what the good news is? Because I start, I heard the transition music, and I thought I have heard, I've seen some movies with like you know daddy stuff and that music before, and I'm just thinking, where was Jeff going with that? But uh, fortunately, he revealed to us that his that his eight year old picked that transition music. Um, nine year old Nine. Nine, Excuse me, nine year old picked That's that transition at those music. Ages. It is. Oh now. I own that. Sorry. She's so nine year old. picked the music. So thank you to Xander, uh, uh, the Italian Stallion's uh, son, for picking our transition music. But joining us, hello, sir. Hello, from guys. From the Daddy Jeep Garage YouTube You're uh, channel. You're jealous of his shirt, aren't you? I, so let's, let's, I am. Let's real talk here. I saw those shirts come out a while ago, uh, like, you know, kind of the Hawaiian print, and like you could get custom made shirts and whatnot. And I said we were going to get those as our show shirts. So, show. Uh, hello, All right, everybody. Scott. Show shirts right (laughs) um to go to all of our events and and display and be present and all that stuff and then i saw a couple close acquaintances start getting them and i am so jealous so so jealous
4: as you should be and
1: the only thing that would make that better would be a fanny pack no and i promise we will have fanny packs and hawaiian shirts next summer uh for the show season (laughs) Just just so I that's, mark my words right now.
2: I'm here for the Hawaiian shirt. Not, I, I mean, agree. and the best part is for those of you who we can't have see palm trees, though, for then.
1: those of you who can't who can't see the current vid- video, not only is this like a Hawaii inspired fun floral print, but it has actually has Rob's Jeep on it. Yes. And his and his graphic logo yep. um, for his YouTube channel. And uh, that is so epic. That is so epic.
4: This has become my new favorite shirt by far. Uh, It's
1: my favorite shirt at this point. Who can blame you? No, (laughs) for sure. So um, I have so many questions. I am so interested in what you're doing. Do you have uh, do you have your elevator pitch ready? Do you have like, hey, this is who I am and this is what I'm doing?
4: Uh, no, I I generally just wing it. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> sounds perfect. Sounds, fine to me. Sounds perfectly good. That's exactly how Scott gets. It. <laughs> Every day,
1: Scott puts on his two shoes and <laughs> like, well, I'm going to wing it today.
0: <laughs> and that's why our show notes is just an outline. There is literally no scripts on there. It good. It's a good outline though.
1: It's appropriate.
0: <laughs> Because I know that you're just going to wing it anyway, so huh. I don't bother. <laughs> huh? Interesting. <laughs>
1: Interesting. So, how'd you get started? How did you get started in what you're doing?
4: Um, uh, I've wanted a Jeep since I was a little little tiny kid. You know, watching, reading four mil- four wheeler magazines, like all of us have. I still Absolutely. have every one of them I've ever bought. I believe in a chest in my shop. Totally, as you but, should. Yeah, exactly. Reference. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. That's those are those are encyclopediatic. Yes. Uh, references over if, the last 20, 30 years. If you don't have years. a
2: pile of Jeep and four-wheeler magazines beside your bed, I don't know what you're doing. Nope, you're doing not, it wrong. You're not a real off-road guy. No. no, that's right.
4: So I finally bought my Jeep back in 1999, before we even had kids. So my Jeep's been part of my family longer than my kids have. What that's what awesome. What is
1: your Jeep? Just Just um, set the stage here.
4: I believe it's the same as your first Jeep, a 1987
1: YJ. Oh, my goodness. Oh, boy. What's left of a <gasps>
4: 1987 My YJ. heart
1: just skipped a beat. It did. Yep. Boop, boop,
2: boop, boop, boop. If if any of G- Neil's Jeeps got out alive, he'd still have it, but they don't. Make they don't it out make alive. it out alive. Right. None yeah. of mine do. That's that's <clears throat> that's like a metaphor for my
1: life, but that's okay. um yeah. until oh, there's nothing left. So it's an '87 YJ you buy in '99. That's correct. Okay, six cylinder at that time.
4: Oh uh, yeah, had the four two, the uh, wonderful two hundred seven transfer case. Ba ten mm-hmm.
1: Peugeot transmission. Thank you uh, for. Nope,
4: had the automatic. <laughs> Nine ninety nine. Oh, it actually got worse. I wasn't ready.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. Well, I wasn't ready for it. So going, what's a two hundred seven?
1: Oh, so okay. So we have um, we have a. Uh,
2: if, if those
1: of you who are not aware, so the precursor to the four oh six cylinder that we all know and love that ran for just about twenty years or just under. Uh, that prior to that was the 258 straight six transmission when 87 came around we up that and we called it a 4.2 because obviously we're so well, bougie metric uh-huh. uh, we had gone metric at that point yes. because of our our italian um and eastern european influences no. um, <laughs> Huh? <laughs> at, at that point in time uh b- big daddy chrysler um was uh, you know, was in was 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 courting uh, a number of Italian companies, um one of which was Peugeot at the time. And uh <clears throat>
2: I think they were just more
1: desperate at that time. Well they were folding. But really you, they had just got, bought a lean dock of a brand. And we
2: have vehicles that need parts. Yes. Well you eh. sell them at a discounted rate.
1: Yeah, so they put a dog of a of a of a smogged out engine transmission and a terrible transfer case combination, which is that two oh seven that uh, that we yes. called into contention. And, of course, that Jeep would have had, uh, uh, the only redeeming quality was a high pinion Dana 30 in the front, despite the fact that it was CAD or central uh, center axle disconnect or FAD, um, front axle disconnect. And yep. then a Dana 35 with, t- with terrible gears, too. You probably had like 307s or something. 307s, yep. In an automatic. That thing, did you get up and shove it uphill sometimes, when you were trying to? Sometimes. I'd okay. Run,
4: I'd run beside it. When, it good exercise.
2: <laughs> when the carburetor, you know, behaved.
4: Well, I got rid of that real fast. Yeah. Okay. It, As it, you should. It, it had a holly. Yeah.
2: Oh, you, oh. Ooh, 2,100,
4: okay. huh? Uh, Whatever I found in a junkyard off an old Bronco. I don't know what it was. Yep, 2,100. Yep, 2100. Yep. <laughs> good old
1: motocraft there. Yep. yep. Excellent. Okay, so you buy this in 99. You have no kids at that time. Not yet. Well. Not yet. There was one growing. Who there you We go. didn't know at the time. That's right. Yes. That happens. Yeah, <laughs> I, I've been there. <laughs> so, uh, so now we have our. Uh, you have the the YJ, rocking and rolling. Um, then what? Then what
4: happens? Uh, typical early two thousands build. It was a a four inch rough country lift and some thirty one inch BFGs. Nice. Yeah, that's nice. right, people. Yep. You had
2: to lift your Jeep four inches to put thirty ones on. <laughs> <That> <laughs> is correct. Yes, and the dark days. The dark days. Yeah, the and darkest. And
4: back those back then, those were big tires. Right? That yeah. was, you, were, you, you were, you were,
2: you were, you you, you you pulled up to the auto zone and they're like, somebody was like, that's what's that's right. up, right there. That's right. You, you got, got, them got them the cool. big tires. You and got And there was the big some tires. old man going, if you didn't have those big tires, you could get good <laughs> gas mileage. <laughs> it's a Jeep. It doesn't happen. Really? Doesn't matter.
4: And it didn't matter back then. No. It does now. No goodness.
2: Okay, so 4-inch, so yeah,
4: 31s. I rocked the 4-inches and 31s for probably 10 years.
1: Did your front yeah. axle work and four-wheel drive? Sometimes. Okay. Sometimes.
4: <laughs> you had to plan ahead. Yeah. Okay.
1: <laughs> yep. It's a, okay. It's early days back yep. there. Oh, yep. man, that is how we built. And, and did you do much wheeling at that point?
4: Not as much as I liked because then shortly thereafter, you know, we had a we had a kid. Then we had another one. So Okay. I, yep. I enjoyed it when I did wheel it. You know, I, I hunt. I spend time in the woods. So, I mean, most of my wheeling was because of that. Okay. So I didn't. And I always wanted to go to parks back then. I mean, Paragon was around, and yes. I, I always wanted to go, but it was you know life with little kids. You can't mm-hmm. always do that stuff, right? So there we had yeah. we had Wellsville,
1: <laughs> we had a couple in Northwestern PA, and then Paragon was a big was a big deal. Yeah. Um, Roush was in it. was in its infancy, right. um, in conceptualization, and really that was kind of uh, shortly thereafter. Jeep School comes around. Uh, yep. Those who know know. Oh, yeah. um, <clears throat> what I love. What I love and one of the reasons why um, I follow uh, from afar y- your uh, your whole concept is um, as as an individual who has been in love with the Jeep and 4x4 community uh, since that time or, or, or arguably longer, you have all of the foundational building blocks that made the industry what it is now, the, the success of the industry that it is. Um, and... And the fact that we did have to kind of struggle and fight and build in a, such a way that four inches and 31s was the norm at that time yep. has given us the ability to do, you know, two and a half inches and, and 37s right. on JLs where we just mm-hmm. kind of sneeze at it. It's built and you can go do the yeah.
2: craziest stuff with it. The TARC days right. when you do what I'm doing now and make everything. You had to make right.
1: everything. You had to go to the junkyard and you had to go, OK, what can I rob from one application and move it over to this application? Yep. Um, and so there's some, a handful of old school builders, uh, yourself and a, and another guy named Tom that I just, uh, from our area that I just love again, living vicariously through the stuff you're still building, um, and in the manner in which you are building it because yeah, it. Just-
4: Fixed my Jeep in Tom's garage two weekends ago. Oh, did you? That's, that's awesome. As you, yeah. as you should. That's right? Like, <laughs> that's awesome. I didn't realize that. Yeah. I didn't.
2: It's always um, fun when Tom comes up. He's like, what what you got laying around that I can scavenge? <laughs> yes.
1: What yes. can I repurpose and rebuild and, and, and the like? So so. I'm
2: looking for a piece of steel with a little bit of this shape to it. And I'm like, hey, let's go back and look.
1: Let's go figure yeah. this out. Because right? that's what we had to do um, at one point in time, yeah. you know? Yep. So how long does it live on, on uh, four inches and 31s?
4: Well, until that uh, transmission we spoke of earlier failed. Okay, <laughs> oh, that was a good
2: life for that the transmission. Yeah, it,
4: it did well. I never you had any real complaints about it. Give that a good
2: Viking send off there. It <laughs> served you well, yeah. right?
4: So it was it was about ten years when the transmission failed. I was uh, actually at a with a bunch of Jeep Jamboree guys taking Boy Scouts up on a on a ride. Oh. Were
1: you running and, Pitt Bradford?
4: I've never actually done the Penn Jamboree. Woods? Oh, okay. But you I was were just with the guys that do the. January. Okay. Okay. So I may be doing it this year. They're trying to rope me in, but we'll see. Okay. I have other things in the works that may make that not possible. So we'll see what the year brings. Okay. But anyway, I was, I was running with those guys and they burn up my transmission for me. Uh, so, it was, it was yeah, probably on it, borrowed time. It was yes, on it borrowed was, time. It was all their fault. Yeah, That's right. That's right. <laughs> So I, I brought the Jeep home, was cleaning it up, trying to get it into my my tiny little garage at the time, and found uh, my frame was rotted out in the back like all YJs in this no. part of the country are. <laughs> so that's really what started my build. Okay. I figured if I had to fix the frame and change the transmission, I might as well pull the tub off. Okay. So then if I went that far, I might as well find some axles. I remember Since, those. Sen- sen- um, while that, I'm here. While yeah, I'm
1: here. Yeah. While I'm doing this, this. This justifies my time, yes. energy, and resource upgrade. Yes, yeah. for
4: sure. So four years later. I roll my that's Jeep back out of the garage. That's good time. <laughs> yes, it's beat
1: me as far as I'm concerned. You beat me on on yeah. the on Chuck Norris. So
4: well, again, it was difficult times. You guys are closer to that now than I, well, back when I was. My kids were small and in everything. We did Cub Scouts and soccer and little yep. baseball and time in the shop was yes, was yep. not an easy commodity. Borrowed well. borrowed yes. by all, means. all all my right.
2: time in the shops between 9 p.m. and and midnight. That's yes, right. That's correct.
4: <laughs> so but when it came out, it was on. Uh, the Dana 44 front axle, a Ford 9-inch rear, uh, mm-hmm. a Chrysler 5.2, uh, and then fully custom-built four-link rear suspension and radius arm fronts on 16-inch air shocks. Nice. Okay. So a little bit of a transformation for an old YJ. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, what
1: 5.2 like did you – you said you was out of a truck then?
4: Uh, 95 Grand Cherokee.
1: Oh, okay. So oh, it's so it was a Jeep motor at least. So it's a Jeep motor. Yeah. And then are you running the Grand's transmission?
4: Um, What did I have back then? Yeah, I did have the same –
1: Pulled Tran- the grand trans yep. over just for right. the time being. Yep.
4: Yeah, and a really long transmission, so a very mm. short rear drive shaft. Yes. Yes.
2: Boy, for I sure. Feel that in my soul. <laughs> 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 yes,
4: but I did stretch the wheelbase to 102 inches during the build, so I could have some drive shaft. Yes. Absolutely. As, as you should. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's a choice. <laughs> yeah, I was just say you didn't have a choice. No, uh, otherwise, you're not much option. You
1: there. just put the transmit the transfer case right into the uh, the axle itself.
4: Yes. yes. So the the engine I actually let my local Votech kids build. Okay. Oh, cool. So I thought it would be nice to give them a project and get a motor built for free. So Okay. I, I That's it. a
0: win-win. Uh, How long did
1: it last for uh,
4: you? I drove it three times. <laughs> I was going to say, my sister, years ago, my sister
1: let the Votech do fenders on a Jeep uh, about 15 years ago. It lasted about a winter. So, I'm, you know, good for uh-huh, the Votech. Yeah. They need to learn. Yep. Uh, I'm, I'm here for that. But it's not, they're not longitudinal projects.
4: No, and Chrysler rebuild kits are not cheap. So it was a $1,000 mistake. And, and it was really my own fault because I noticed when I got the motor back, they put in a grade five bolt in one of the head bolts. Ooh, should have been my first clue. Yeah, like, nah, it's an off-road jeep. It'll be fine. I'll run it. I I could have just flipped it over and pulled the pan and double-checked things and torqued the crank, but I did not. So, nah. so one of the uh, live and learn. One of the nuts fell off one of the rods ends. Oh dear. So the rod bearing <sighs> opened up and it snagged the one beside it and sent oh, things okay. out through the side of the block. Oh, bay dear. window yes. Renova- renovation yes I, when I pulled the pan there was just chunks everywhere so. yep yep so mm. that was the end of the uh the 5-2
1: yeah to say the least so what it took its place
4: uh i had a 5-7 throttle body motor in the corner of the shop sitting on the stand so okay uh it was ninety four ninety five motor no idea how many miles are on it no idea what condition it is but nah. it still works
1: that's a 5-7 yeah i mean it's so I'm glorified I, I, small blocks, you know, 350 of the 70, so.
4: Yeah, a little better with the throttle body. I would never go back to a carburetor ever yes. again. Well, even back to my 4.2, I ultimately put the uh, Howell system on it. Oh, okay. Which was a huge upgrade.
1: Yes. Interesting. Yep. I, I don't know that many people still around who did the Howells on the 4.2, so. Yep. That's exciting to know somebody. Of course, there yep. wasn't much. There was no option. Yeah, otherwise, no.
2: And, no. And, and you could. I mean, you other than that propane, it, and other you than you were propane. better than the Carter, hundred <laughs> percent.
4: Oh
1: yeah, I was, I was, I was so obsessed over the propane uh conversions uh, yeah. in in my four two. It at will run time. upside
4: down. Yeah, yep. no, there was the Mopar option back then as well. There was, there was. Yep.
1: I remember drooling on for that. a brief second. Yep, right. Two yeah, seconds, not for, not for very long. No. no. No, I mean that's what the mothership does. She offers and then she takes away pretty quickly. Yeah, of course, that was Scott. I was
2: like, well, I can do that myself. Oh God, yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. no, well, that, that's it's foolish, still, foolish that's Scott. Maybe we talked about that earlier today. <laughs> but, uh,
4: so behind the uh, the old uh, five seven motor, I put a uh, seventy nine turbo three fifty transmission. Okay. And then, Classic a, choice. and then a 241C transfer case. Okay. So this combination is never designed to go together. Nope, nope. So I had to build my own adapter between the transmission and transfer case. Nice. Which was a lot of fun because that's I enjoy that. I don't like buying parts and bolting them on. I like problems. I can see
2: why you hang out with Tom. <laughs> yes. Right? <laughs> <yes, exactly. laughs> right?
4: So everything I do is, is re- revolving around problems and challenges. So I built my own adapter and for... The foreseeable future, I had giant puddles of transmission fluid underneath my Jeep. As you should, (laughs) as I should. (laughs) So, actually, this year, and I do have a video on my YouTube channel about it, which gets very little traction because nobody builds things like this anymore. (laughs) Um, I actually took a uh, adapter from a 4L60E to a 241, and I cut it down and I had it machined flat, welded together. So I built a much better adapter. Okay. And I don't have leaks anymore. So oh, it's amazing. Go figure. <laughs> well, the other part of that is I was uh, talking with Eric from EMS Off Road. I don't know if you guys know him or not, mm, but he not runs sure. a campground at AOAA. Okay. So we were talking around the fire the one night about my perpetual transmission leaks. And he says, Well, did you keep the bar that goes from the bell housing to the transfer case to support it? I'm like, well, no. Because, <laughs> again, my non standard application, the, that factory support bar wouldn't have fit Mm -hmm. yeah and i never thought that was part of my problem so i also when i built the new adapter i built two of those one on each side Mm. so it's very much more supported and when i built them this time i actually put a stud on the back so i could preload it so i could tighten a nut and pull that transfer case tighter into the transmission interesting so it was a lot of fun and i don't (laughs) have to buy transmission fluid every time i go as often Ah, yes
1: Wow, and it's not leaking, it's empty then. That's a weird concept yeah. for Jeeps. <laughs> Here, I pulled up the picture you gave us of your Jeep.
0: Yeah, there's so Daddy so Jeep. That's the uh, viewers can actually see it. I'll block Scott with it. Yeah, yeah right there, perfect. right over Scott.
4: Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> fine. That's fine. <laughs> that was lower anthracite at AOAA during the uh, off-road field trip last year.
2: Okay. So what size tires are you gotten on this picture?
4: Uh, currently, that's a 40-inch Nitto.
2: Nice. Okay.
4: Yep, I uh, picked those up used up in Rochester. Mm-hmm worth the drive for a, a cheap 40-inch tire because I don't know if you guys are aware that they're not cheap to buy 40-inch tires. They're not cheap. <laughs>
2: not cheap.
1: Not not cheap at all. Um, but man, life is so much better with them.
4: Uh, it, I'll let you know when I step up to 42s here in a few weeks.
2: <clears throat> I just think you got flexed on, Neil. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> I did. <Wow. laughs> I did. <laughs> and yes, well. my,
4: my Dana 44 is going to love the 42. I was going to nah, say, I so you're still makes. running
1: uh, now. It's a HD 44. Is it 8-lug or is it 5-lug no, no, still?
4: it's a 5-lug uh, radius arm Bronco axle, assuming I bought it out of a uh, somebody else's project.
2: Okay. The, the, the parts that the radius arms go on, is it those parts? Are part? they cast? They are or, cast, yes. Yeah. Are they so welded on?
4: No, I can't uh, just cut them off.
2: Yep, it's a 79 axle then. Yes. Yeah.
4: Which is fine because I have big boy axles that I need to build. Mm. I have. Uh, I've broken stub shafts on that Dana 44, I think, eight times now in the last year and a half, two years. Oh, ah, Chrome Wally. So they are Chrome Wally.
2: Oh. He's hanging out with Tom. Remember, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. that's just a so, challenge.
1: So, and and just uh, for again, for me, the Jeep life and the Jeep perspective is not just about the the actual, you know, the 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 primary rig, but it's kind of the peripheral stuff that kind of goes with the life, right? So, uh, both the the vehicles and um and the and the lifestyle that kind of comes with it. So to, to kind of continue to, to put that bigger picture together, at this point in time, you have this wicked cool, I'm super jelly over your toe pig. Um, it's a crew cab, a square body Chevy, got the old school like farmer's cap on it. Uh, it's got a mild lift or at least it's, it's just got a, it's sitting up where exactly it should be. It's like 30s, 31s on it. 33s. That's 33s? So yeah, it's just such just sneeze, a big truck.
2: Sneeze at those and put 33s yeah, on it. Yeah, it's get. such a big
1: truck. Uh, you know, did have to trim the fenders. Just nah. a, okay. Nah. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's got beautiful patina. It's got beautiful looks to it. It's just so cool. The drive line is
2: what?
4: Uh, the 454 Turbo 400.
2: That's that's a it's monster. It's the old motor. I'll pull, right. I'll pull up that picture, too. So just showing my, my truck, Chevy truck nerdness. Is it a 3 plus 3 then?
4: It is the 3 plus 3, yes. And it was the Silverado package, so it had all the fancy stuff. Nice. Which is power windows and air conditioning. That's all the fancy stuff. It's fancy enough.
1: Yeah. Um, And then you have your your crawler hauler, which you built, um, and you showcased on your YouTube channel as well.
4: Yeah, I would love that thing. I had, uh, so far I have 11 videos on my YouTube channel on that crawler hauler build, which was uh, was a five-year build. But really in the last year and a half, most of it happened. Because of, of usual things with life, mm-hmm. but it's a, a lightweight crawler hauler to, you know, even though I I tow with a one ton, I didn't want a ton of weight on that thing, so I built sure. the, built that to be extremely light and provide exactly what I need at an off road park: a bed and a shower, okay. and, s- and a toilet for the wife when she does go. Sure, and she's not a big fan of those little plastic boxes. Okay, <laughs> So, so, don't okay. so her. <laughs> yes, if I want my wife to go with me, I have to make some amenities for her. So.
1: Sure. So you built the Crawler Hauler uh, to kind of specifically fit your Jeep as it is currently, right? Um, is your is your yes. Jeep in its primary rendition? You don't see yourself changing wheelbase or anything else on it?
4: I will be changing wheelbase very soon. Okay. And will <laughs> so, it
1: fit on the Crawler Hauler then at that
0: point?
4: Uh, we'll talk about that later. Okay. <laughs> oh. I, I think it will. To be uh, determined. I, I want to stretch it about another 10 inches to get a 112-inch 100, wheelbase.
0: I don't think you have 10 more inches on that trailer.
4: The 10 inches are going to put the back tires on the Dove.
1: They'll be on and, the
0: doves. And
4: I don't like that. I, a lot of people tow on doves. I don't. I would much rather have it on a flat deck. It sounds
2: like the trailer needs a 10-inch section too. Uh, <laughs> I yep. already stretched
4: that trailer seven feet, so, ah! yeah. oh, <laughs> so I do have about 10 inches between the uh, the front bumper and the camper too. So I have a wow. little bit of room there. But and are you
1: are you with your addition of 10 inches? Are you moving the front axle forward?
4: I don't plan on changing the front at all. So no. you're just
1: doing a rear stretch then, yes. ideally. Yeah. The front's already stretched about five
4: inches. Mm. Maybe you we can't. just back it on. <laughs> <laughs> That'll change everything. That'll change all was, the weights. All the weight. <laughs>
1: he's, he's calculated everything down I, to I exactly tell. how yep. he needs it, right? Oh, yes, for sure. Well, um, I do
4: have a wheel chalk. Choc- bolted to the deck, so I, the weight's consistent. Every time I load it, I know where to put it. Nice. That's, that's and so excellent. I don't drive through the back wall of my camper, of course. That's too. right. I mean, we have a number, of, number of our customers
1: <laughs> uh, who you know travel in and visit us, and they come in and they boondock in our parking lot. Um, and either they're in buses, uh, bus crawler haulers, or uh, RVs with a trailer, or then a crawler hauler like you have. Right. And um, I, again, I think that's part of the Jeep life. I love that kind of stuff that You know, how am I not only what is my Jeep, how is it built, but how is it going to how am I going to get out there? You know, Um, and so whether you're pulling an adventure trailer or whether you are driving the Jeep as the adventure vehicle or you are, you know, in your RV or truck, you know, tow rig, whatever it might be. um, I mean, that's that's as cool to me as the the vehicles themselves are, you know,
4: That's the camper shell that's on my truck now. That was my previous place where I camped, in the back of the truck. So I actually insulated that. Okay. It's got an inner skin, and it's all packed with foam. So nice. it's pretty comfortable in the back of the truck if need be.
1: And that's, you know, honestly what my sister did years ago. She had a uh, uh, Power Stroke uh you know, bulletproofed, and then she put a cap on it, and she camped, and she'd pull her, her Jeep prior to her having kids and all that kind of stuff as well. And she was pretty smitten with that as well. Yeah, it works great. Absolutely. So how did you – when do you think? When do you think you really get into hmm, wheeling? Uh, when did the build roll out of the garage? You know, because obviously uh, we own the Jeep in '99. You have, life happens,
2: so we're ten years. So we're.
4: Well, I tell you, the other are you five that, years ago,
2: are you six years ago? Are you
4: I'm trying to do the math? But the other thing that really led to all of that, you know, aside from breaking it and having to fix things, was sure. the, the internet came around, okay, mm-hmm. and I saw what all these guys out west were doing, and like, wow. So that's what really got the bug started and made sure. me really want to take my wheeling to the next level. So, again, the, I got it out of the shop uh, 2015, 2016, I suppose, was after the build was completed. Sure. And I had issues you know, with the 5.2, so it took me a while. And prior to breaking the 5.2, I had wiring issues that plagued me for a year or so. Mm-hmm. I I towed it to Bantam twice and never took it off the trailer because I couldn't make it run. Sure. Uh. So when I finally got it running, then then the motor came apart. So I lost a couple more years there. So it was really, I don't know, where are we at? 26, probably 2017, 2018, when I really actually started wheeling that and taking it to the next level. That's awesome. And, and pushing me to the next level.
1: So when, well, and and I and it's important to know, one of the things that kind of jumps out at uh, me with you as – as, as I've gotten to, to know you better I in my brain you are like uh philanthropically if there's a wheeling event you want to be there it seems like you know and Absolutely. not just not just from a I've met a lot of people who are doing like social media stuff um you, you got I, I meet a lot of people who do social media stuff and some people are kind of not uh not as sincere or genuine you're very authentic like you're there to wheel and you're gonna do some social media while you're at it You know what I mean? And that's that's um, where it all started, really. Yes. So how do you I mean, obviously, like I said, you've been at this point in time, you're trail guiding uh, at multiple places. You're you've integrated well into multiple clubs and groups to go to to, you know, other local wheeling uh, activities and events. How do you how do you end up doing the social media thing? How do you get into yeah, the YouTube? When level? do you pick up the camera? <laughs> when do you pick up the camera?
4: It's tough, especially my one buddy used to do a lot of my video work. He'd like to go with me and wheel, but then he got his own jeep, so now it's harder. <laughs> yes, <Right. laughs> but I mean, you know, back to being involved. I've always been involved. Everything I do, I I get involved in. I've been the little league coach, the Cub Scout leader. So when Bantam came around, I was the trail guide. I, I was staff. So ultimate mm-hmm. off road field trip, I was staff. I mean, I, I'd like. To be involved, I like to help people. I like to watch people grow and develop. So it's just kind of grown into that, and I'm involved with all of these things. Okay. So what really got the whole video thing going was I'm still a bit of a forum guy. I've been on the Jeep forums for decades. Oh, I'm sorry. So, yeah. (laughs) There's a lot of things to learn from forums, people that have built things. There's a lot of good information. Oh, absolutely. Some of them you have to wade through a lot of you less ju- than desirable If things. you were
1: not here's my here's my thing, right? And of course, we you are you're, you're starting around 99. We're cutting our teeth with the internet and the forums, right? right? Yep. So we learned how to behave on the forums. Um you know, back when it wasn't, we didn't have to have our kid gloves on constantly. Right. And that's my big, my big contention is if you got onto Pirate and you had, you you were all up in your feelings and you wanted to build something, (laughs) you you were, were, you were in trouble. Right. That's not. And
2: so I found really fast though, as I grew and learned with my first Jeep and stuff that quickly Jeep forum was a lot of the same questions over and over again. I just bought my Jeep and. I, how do I put 31s on it and stuff? And I quickly <laughs> got tired of that. <laughs> and I moved over to the pirate, but I didn't post anything. I just oh, I was, oh I, yeah. was <laughs> I was a lurker. I was a lurker.
1: I was a lurker. And you read and read and read, and, and you learned how to behave. Such amazing builds on and and, and and those guys were were fantastic. And, of course, it's so funny you even bring up the 31s, because now it's the 35s, right? It's the same oh, question, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. just a different size. Just a different size. And um and, and what I think we we learned how to read and research and be involved in the forums in a productive manner. Even when you did yeah. uh, specifically choose to contribute, you search. contributed.
2: Just search. <laughs> <laughs> you managed to
1: contribute in a positive manner. You learned that. The problem is forums right now, you get a lot of people heading over there, and there's just so much stuff to wade through. The part,
2: um, part I hate is that you can find uh, such awesome stuff on the forums, but it's 10, 15 years old, yeah. and all the pictures are gone, and that was such part of it.
4: Oh, yeah, the big uh guy. photo bucket thing man. Yes that a
2: photo terrible. bucket nightmare and then yep. kevin's chiming in only the brave posted on pirate
1: Are you re- i had to write
0: it and re- the rewrite my like...
2: group the willy's <laughs> group was nice uh i i had to safe, write safe harbor and
1: rewrite and i had to like really sit there Proofrate and go it. is this what i want to say am i willing to die on this hill yes <laughs> uh yes. <laughs> to just respond back about you know bead sealant or something <laughs> yes. you know or or gauge and wall thickness of what your yeah, your control I'd, arm should I'd be
2: off of, if it was was in the willies era area i would post but other than that mm -mm.
1: i went and tried (laughs) to help out in the newbie forum did they uh, ever sorry. jump on you for tire rotations? <laughs> uh, Jeffrey's making a joke about tire rotations. We just recently on one of our YouTube videos got flamed up about how tires aren't um, supposed to spin backwards. Yes. Just just let that sink in. Um, the reverse broke, man. Just let that sink in. Um, they got a Peugeot and the reverse went out. They're just, right. they're just going forward. they just <laughs> always going forward. The Jeep only yeah. drives. The tires only going forward rotation. <laughs> Oh man. Uh, uh and, and and so you know that was a good place on the forums and I I strongly support that level of of peer education and communication and obviously we all grew up and cut our teeth in that for this industry. Um and and involved that was a important place um so you've always been doing some of that you're saying so how does the yeah. camera how does the camera how well, do you so go back, from there so
4: back to the forums you know i wanted to post a video of something i did okay yeah you, know, you know i'm sharing what i did and people are like oh i'd like to see that I'm like okay well how do i put a video on here so mm-hmm. i started a youtube channel so i could have a means to post a video because you couldn't post it directly yes yep. so yeah you know, a lot of my earlier videos from five six, seven years ago were just short a, clips a, a, yeah a 10 second video of me starting my jeep well, I love
2: and it, and it had to be they put it on the forum. It had to be like two seconds. Long. I, I love
1: it. I love it. I actually my earliest uh, my earliest advent on YouTube was the same for customers um, near and far. I was showing them, hey, this is how you relieve a U joint in your axle shaft. Once you do a an install on yep, your sure. axle shaft, here's how you relieve the yoke ears, and and you say that to a person who's who's maybe not done a DIY. Mm. You know, I've just sold them U joints. I maybe I show them an axle shaft, and they're uh, not understanding how to put it together. I'm showing you how to do it, you know, yeah. um, and I'm sending these links to, you know, these cobbed up, terrible little videos, <laughs> yep. um, but they get the job done uh, when yeah. they yeah. did, yep. you know, and that's, that was exactly how our first foray onto right. it. Was and, too. and
2: really, you know, it takes a lot of patience to be one of those people that put the information out there because I remember I did a, a five speed swap on a car of mine and I was one of the first ones to do it and put it on the forum and I would be inundated with messages <laughs> and yep. questions i literally to the point where I didn't go on there anymore because it was, every time I went on there, it was an hour and a half and not doing what I wanted to do. Yeah, so. Just answering
4: everybody else's questions.
2: Somewhere
1: yeah. still to this day, uh, Simpson Family Jeeps, in its, in its earlier model, is still repped uh, on, on Jeep Forum. On Jeep Forum. <laughs> we don't quite know this, but we get a call or an email every once in a while looking. Uh, for, for looking for used wiring harnesses. Um, somewhere we have a, a, or a couple threads dedicated to us on Jeep forum. I found them years and years and years ago. And I kind of thought that they had had simmered out they don't and then die. they don't die. <laughs> they just get researched nope. again. I literally just got a question for, uh, you know, on our, on one of our submissions, uh, for a 2001, you know, engine harness, used engine harness. And I'm thinking, man, those are, those days are done and gone, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, so that's interesting. So that's how you get into to the YouTube posting, um, how, how does it grow from there what uh, was it was your was your youtube page daddy jeep at that point
4: i think it was okay because i've always i've been daddy jeep since my first email address in 1999 or 2000 or whatever it was
2: so where did daddy jeep name come you've from you've shared that with um, us in yeah. pre- previous
1: episodes we've talked about it but but you you do it yourself tell yep. us where does that name say come from
4: so uh my son who's now 20 Four. Mm-hmm. Every time I'd come home from work, he could hear my Jeep coming because I had an aftermarket exhaust and it was loud. And of course, this old four two straight six had a unique sound. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so sure. he would run to the sto- run to the door and say, "Daddy Jeep," as I was coming in the driveway. That's so awesome. awesome. That's So that cool. just kind of stuck. When I had to come up with an email address, I'm like, "Well, I don't want to use my name, so." Right. I used Daddy Jeep. Because again,
1: it's the, early, it's the late 90s, early 2000s. We didn't do that. We didn't use your name at that point. No. My no. dad's was like 1948 Red Willys or something. Right. You know, yep. like that's what we, well, we made him about vehicles and stuff. That's why I
2: still have my email, and people
1: are like, I give it to them. They're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> You're just one of the better right. ones. So that's where the Daddy Jeep comes from. So yep, the likelihood so is your YouTube was was associated just off that email. Well, and my,
4: my username on all the forums was Daddy Jeep. Okay. You know, so that was my anything online i was daddy jeep okay i've I've been daddy jeep for 24 years now so yeah anything electronic has been that for a long time that's cool So that's why the youtube is naturally that as well
1: sure and then you know
4: i wouldn't even watch youtube hardly at all back when i first set that up seven or eight years ago but then i see more and more and i watch daddy or not daddy jeep i watch bleepin jeep and, and he's been doing it for what 11 years now and one of the first ones really to have a jeep youtube Absolutely. Mm. And then I start watching more of these guys and more of these. I'm like, well, I, I do a lot of things that most people won't do mm-hmm. You know, in building my own things and hand-shaping metal like Scott does. So yep. I wanted to share that kind of thing because, again, with the forums, I've always shared what I do because I think it can help people. Sure. Because I've learned a lot from that. So Sure. Yeah. Oh, so man. I started sharing my videos, and it's just growing, and now I'm looking to get big enough until somebody buys me tires. <laughs>
1: I, you know i gotta tell you um from a pretty healthy social media uh approach and a lot of people recognize us for that uh we are lacking some assets to get free parts <laughs> just yes. just so you know yep. um, yes. for <laughs> <part>. <laughs> we're, we're, we want that as well yeah. um yep. but we're lacking some certain things and and typically we've been made we've been made offers but um uh, they're not products that we really want to. If we
2: only look better in a bikini, it would help. Well, like, there's yeah. that yes. and there's the <laughs> products
1: themselves. I mean, I'm like, yeah, that's cool. You want to give that to me, but free doesn't equate quality. You no, know what I mean? No, it does not. And, and that's always the big struggle I have. Yeah, um,
2: especially when you use your stuff.
1: People people yep. oftentimes will ask us about, well, when are you going to build for SEMA? I see all these other, you know, lesser blah, 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 you know, that kind of stuff. And I'm like, yeah, that's cool. They're getting. They are getting a level of sponsorship or a level of donation or whatnot, but they're using products that are not authentic to their, or, you now know, to they what have we are approaches. Build the build around that. Part. They have to build the build around and that part. Right. Yes. We were offered uh, like twenty sixes wheels. Yeah, um, <laughs> we were offered wheels and tires, like a wheel tire package on twenty six. Now, at this point in my life, I'm actually probably okay with that. I would do some really wicked. Uh, uh,
0: Dan Dan just commented, getting them uh, the Mile Stars, the the
1: official influencer tire <laughs> of two <laughs> thousand. Nineteen. I mean, if they want to send them, I'll run them. Oh, oh! Well,
2: well, at least you don't have to balance. I them. was
1: going to say he's only doing off road with that, so oh. it's not as bad. But oh, right now, right now, there's a lot of Patagonia owners going. Yes. They're perfectly fine, and you know what? I have a really high quality professional friend in the industry, and he loves his Patagonias. Um, it's a very mm. big, large scale name, huge OE manufacturer. Um, I will not disclose any further than that. They have Patagonias on their vehicle. Uh, From Milestar, and they're perfectly happy with it. So um, I won't run them, uh, but that's fine. That other people will, and they're happy. It's all about this generational, you know, Gen Three, Gen This, blah blah blah. Um, Yep, there's Kevin. Kevin's responding (laughs) with a a face. Uh, Kevin's not who I'm talking about, but he's also perfectly happy with his Uh, tires. He likes Uh, to rotate them every five miles. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he rotates them like crazy.
0: That um, is the key to success.
4: I'm with you guys. for several reasons. One is Cooper's, a local company, but I've always loved Cooper's. I've okay. run them on almost every vehicle. I have them on my square body now. I just put some at 3s on there.
1: I saw them. Believe me, I was oogling them on the yeah, way in. I thought, like, oh, those hook up nice in the snow. I mounted them yesterday. Oh, nice. okay. Perfect. <laughs> they're Perfect. great. I
4: love them. On the drive, they're better. I mean, I had crap old tires on there, and I had to rescue my son from uh, Indiana, PA, in a snowstorm friday on my old tires which were gone sure and it was a very very bad ride so i, I mounted my new tires yesterday. nice new are you... used tires of course okay. <laughs> <laughs> wait wait a wait, uh, wait they look Pretty good love tires. yeah yeah, yeah they... for, for what i paid for them they're fantastic and as much as i drive that truck i'll get it i'll get years out of those for 150 for the set that was nice really oh wow yes oh, that's
1: excellent then that's oh man good for you yeah I was that's, a, that's a deal there but when
4: i first uh stepped up to 35s on my jeep which was back in 2011 for the first Bantam because I couldn't go there on 31s. (laughs) I went with the STTs, and I I love those tires.
1: Okay, absolutely. Yeah, and I I run the STTs on, oh, man, a lot of of family rig uh, vehicles and whatnot. And um, The only – Cooper is a softer compound by design, uh, which is why the AT3s are going to be really good for you in the snow, is they – Cooper, as a manufacturer – uh, the actual durometer of their rubber is softer it 's a stickier yeah. compound, not a sticky but stickier by by design um, and so the, the downside of the STts if you're running them on the street on the highway, they tend to get a uh, they tend to get a little bit of a, a wear to them sure. Um, choppy Little choppy chop. And so that's only the big thing. So rotations are 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 your friend. Yep. Um so there's good and bad in everything. So I'm not just here to 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 criticize the pats, but even the even my one of my favorite tires, you know, it's all about maintenance and, and taking care of them. So if it's been taken care of, then they're going to be a great longitudinal tire for you.
2: What's maintenance? <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> Yikes. Ah. So where does where does where does the future for for Daddy Jeep Garage go? What I mean, obviously you have uh, if, if you're if you're listening in, if you're you're one of our our local, our national, international customers, you should head over there and and like and subscribe his channel. Uh, check it out. Check out some of the builder videos, which are very cool. Yep, for um, sure. The uh, again, we have tow rig cu- uh, tow rig pictures. Um, we have hauler uh, crawler videos, not pictures, videos. Uh, we have obviously the actual off road wheeling events. You're a guide and organizing some of these these big runs. So there's a, a Diverse off-road adventure-inspired channel. Yes. Um, and there's a KK build that I would love to know what's happening. Well,
4: so uh, would I. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, uh, work was done on the KK this week. Oh. Last last Wednesday. Yes. Okay. So the KK is a friend of mine's TJ. Oh. So um, they recently had a baby. So. So his name so is his, TJ. TJ, yes. His
1: name is TJ. He's not a TJ. Folks, if you're not yes, familiar yes. with what KK is, it is a Liberty. It's a unibody Liberty. Second-gen second Liberty. Second-gen Liberty. Square ones, yes. Um, which I actually, I'm here for both Liberties, be honest with you. I really dig both. Uh, he's always both. Has a soft spot. For I liberty. have a soft spot for Liberties. <laughs> uh, I have the soft spot for the Gen 1. Um, and then uh, there's a whole bunch of O.E. gobbledygook that happens at uh, the mothership. And they desi- They design. They, they say, hey, we're going to have to redesign to the uh the square body KK. Um and I actually my cousin was working for a dealership at the time and they did this big unveil and they brought these KKs out and uh really showed you how capable they were with their test track. It's one of the test yep. tracks. The mobile test tracks became very popular. Um such small wheel wells. <laughs> and that's and that's obviously the the yep. big issue with both Liberties is the the wheel well unibody construction cuz yeah. you can't cut like you can on a Cherokee. Well, you can. You can. There's,
4: there's other work involved. There's yeah, a lot of work we will be getting
1: into. You got to have a welder. <laughs> yes. And then obviously in your guys situation, you're straight axle converting the front. Is that correct? Uh, Super Duty's front and rear. Yes. Okay, nice. so we're toning the front and the rear in yep. the KK. Yep. The big challenge with that besides cutting the wheel opening is then lift height, center of gravity increases. Um, yes. We had a, a friend and, and uh, startup employee of Simpson Family Jeeps who first, um,
4: on the service gen. side,
1: he had a first gen build and he had to be like nine inches in the air for his straight axle conversion. Yeah, that's a lot. I mean, Cherokees back in the day it was not unusual for us to yeah. get. I had 10 inches, 10 inches. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, yeah. Listen to that, JL customers. <laughs> <laughs> and I was on 35. Oh, yeah. I had, I had 10 inches to clear 35s on my yeah. XJ.
2: Gracious! Back in the day. You all right. So there's slap
1: them on. No, oh my God, you sneeze. And it's, it, you got <laughs> 37s. My wife's <laughs> mall crawler. Um, all right. So we have all this cool builder adventure inspired stuff. What's the future have in, in store besides the KK build and tons and all that kind um, of stuff
4: more of the same i hope i mean i want okay. and to your point earlier i love wheeling and i love events i okay. want to go to all the events i want to go to easter jeep i want to go to uh, great smoky mountain i want to go to every jeep event there is
3: sure so
4: the more i can grow and, and maybe god willing someday actually make a dollar or two off this youtube thing uh-huh i can afford to do some more of these trips yeah. yes because again i tow with a truck that gets eight miles a gallon empty it's six miles a gallon towing
1: yes so, yeah, that's, that's you got to make a couple dollars off the off the channel yeah, to it, say the least.
4: It's tough to justify, especially with the gas the way it is. I mean, I was looking at Easter Jeep this year, and it would have cost me three thousand dollars in gas alone. Ugh. so Whew. I didn't go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. But yeah. I, I really do want to go, and I'm also I have some ideas, some things I want to market to help grow some play money as well. So I have some Jeep products that I'm not going to talk about because they're not finished or finalized or not ready to go yet, yet. So, we understand but, but i'm trying yep. to grow some things to uh you know to, to provide more income for myself. sure
1: to help further your your enthusiasm your yep. passion you know and i think that's really the big the big difference and and again for being uh you know a professional within the industry for so long i i've crossed paths with a lot of people and again i'll i'll, I'll continue to make that differentiation there's um years ago uh i was at these events and there would be you know some really well established businesses some startup businesses some mid level some come ups some so on and so forth and you just kind of know who's going to be around in 3 years and who's not right the way that they interact in the room um how how authentic are they there just to make a dollar or are they there because they're a a passionate off-road business, you know? Um, and, and you see, you know, some guys, you know, uh, credit to, to bleep and Jeep. I mean, he's kind of found his niche at this point. He came to, he rose to a a particular significant level. And then he said, you know what, I'm just going to work. I'm going to work. What makes me happy, you know? Um, and he's kind of staying that course, uh, has a, a, still a very healthy approach, uh, to his business model. Um, but he's not pushing for, more and more and more and more he's kind of settled into where his niche is. Yep. Uh, you have some businesses who have pushed um at or beyond their breaking point um and that has either helped or hindered them in their process. you know yes. so I think that uh, for you, you know again those passion driven businesses, regardless of of how we start up uh, they tend to le- they tend to have lasting power you yeah, know that's the plan that's cool I'd
4: like to retire someday and, and this would this could potentially fund my retirement if I could travel
1: sure and wheel. travel and, and wheel and maybe
4: make a couple dollars in the process I'd be pretty happy guy
1: and 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 it is important to note right now you do have a full time uh that helps you you work a little bit remote we have a we have one of our our close uh friends and and customers and listeners he actually does all the jamborees the jeep jamboree USAs mm-hmm. and he works remotely um and he manages to work out of his crawler hauler do you think that would ever be something that you would uh be able to do with your current occupation, or...
4: Possibly. I mean, I I do still have to go into work some for meetings. Sure. Not, not all the time, but uh, that would certainly have to be a possibility. But I do work from home, so I do work remotely. My workstation is pretty large. Okay. So the, the, the computer I work on is pretty big, because I'm a graphic designer, so... I have designed some stuff for my crawler hauler to make that a possibility, if need be. Because that I, I, would be great to if I it do would go be, to Eastern right? Jeep, if I could take a week to get there instead of driving 30 hours nonstop. Sure. Yep. If I could drive four or five hours a night, stay at a campsite, do my work the next day, and then drive four or five more hours. Absolutely. That is a possibility.
1: No, that makes, that makes perfect sense. That's very cool. Well, I um like I said, folks, if you have not subscribed to his YouTube channel yet, you got to head over there. you got to see... Uh, some of the stuff that he you know some of the situations he's got himself into, some of the builds, some of the technical stuff. Um, if you're if you're into old school, you know where where our industry came from, you're gonna feel right at home. If you're a, a, a you know kind of a newer uh, jKjl outdoor enthusiast, um, you're going to you're gonna get an appreciation um, for the kind of the rugged, Aspect of how we build cool things to to do what we do, and then obviously just all of the Jeep life, all of the events that you could be going to, that you could be um, on the trail. Uh, you know, with Rob on. So, and speaking of Jeep life,
0: I I always like to ask, what is your craziest or your wildest story that you have from being out on the trails? Because I'm sure you've got some good ones.
4: There's a lot. As uh, as far as the craziest or wildest, I try not to do too crazy a thing. But, but well, I maybe do. it's something
0: you've seen <laughs> that you didn't do.
4: <laughs> but I do break a lot, so. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking yep. of, I, I
0: heard that Neil had an issue when he was out well, on the
4: trail no, with you. No, no, I'm just yeah, going to let yeah, Rob, if,
1: I want Rob to answer if he's comfortable or if he has anything. Otherwise, I will fill in here in a second.
4: <laughs> but uh, but uh, what I really like about about braking out there is, as I like the challenge, I like Absolutely. it's not just wheeling. It's, it's now you've got a problem to solve. Now you have to figure out how to get your vehicle out or get it fixed. Right. Yeah, I, I I broke a toms a couple of weeks ago, as I mentioned. I, I actually broke a radius arm in half, which was a new one. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's fine. So I. Uh... <laughs> fine. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's normal. <laughs> <laughs> it's, another day.
1: it's just another day yeah. a radius it's, it's... arm just snaps in yeah, the middle. It's one of those things. I saw so, the carnage, and yeah. I looked at it, and I thought, how does one do that? But, yeah. you know, whatever. It's yeah. wheeling. We yes. Expect well, the unexpected. Uh, yeah. My
4: radius arms aren't factory radius arms. Somebody stretched them. They I bought them that way. Oh, okay. So it wasn't my weld that failed. I'd like to point out. But, <laughs> okay, that's good. But oh. It's my weld now that it'll fail next time. But and, and I'll Bill, take credit for that. Bill's
1: chiming in here and says, "Rocket, Rob, <laughs> awesome." <laughs> It's a bill McWilliams yeah, it looks like yeah um,
4: yeah bill comes to the shop a lot nice
1: and I uh I I unfortunately I mean I, I get that on the uh the the failing welds you know and, yep. and having to clarify and we know that that's that's not yours yes. so that's good
4: bye I have yeah, I'm not perfect. I, I do have things that fail. So. No, we uh, all do, uh, without so, without question. So in right. order to fix this radius arm, I ended up having to run my winch out to a tree to a snatch block and pull my axle forward. Mm-hmm. And then had the guy behind me hooked his winch to the back so we played a little tug of war with my Jeep so I could get it aligned <laughs> so we could ratchet strap it back together to get me off the
0: tree. Sounds like the best way to do it. Oh, oh without so question. That's, that's the only way to do it. So, of course,
4: this was 10 o'clock at night in a stream oh is there any other place is there any i mean
1: again nobody tells stories about when things (laughs) go right we tell stories about when we build character and we're slightly outside our comfort zone and that's how we learn and grow i just that is the best uh and obviously our paths cross uh thank thankful for you and so uh, typically when we do events i don't oftentimes get to get out and wheel now um I will be the first person to say, when we first started into the industry professionally a decade plus ago, um, some things were happening uh, in the industry where they had really constrained Uh, businesses from moving their vehicles once they're in the booth. So if we were to go to an indoor show, the expectation is wholeheartedly you're not allowed to start, run, move, drive, anything once your Jeep is in the booth at the show. That mentality became pervasive across even outdoor shows. Mm -hmm. In the last few years, they've become more and more lenient. Unfortunately, they've become more and more lenient uh, with the people, the the squeaky wheels who get the grease, right? And so these businesses, these younger startup mid-range businesses are going hey, I want to wheel my Jeep. I want to go out there and show it off. And so then, you know, the the show goes, oh, okay, well, I guess you know, the event organizer goes, okay, well, I guess I'll, I'll let you drive through this crowd and then go out there. We never pushed that, that bounds because for us, we just formed under this. Once the Jeep's in, we don't wheel, um, which then really limited our experience. So uh, those, those reins have been loosening over the last couple of years. And I've really been enjoying getting to wheel some of these properties that, I've been attending for years and years and years. Yeah,
2: some ten years. <laughs> yeah, been some of
1: them ten years, and I've never got to wheel at them, right? So we're at Bantam Trail Fest. Uh, What's they called Bantam 2.0? And uh, and and fortunately to you, you made sure that I was included on the last run of the day on the uh, the black trail. Yes. And we made sure that we got out there with uh, another customer of ours and a couple people, and we got out there and we just got to have a nice time descending these these big. Uh, waterfall rock formations, you know.
4: The black trails that are our are, are property—they really are nice trails. They're—they're they're pretty aggressive.
1: You know what? They're—they're they're good. Trails. Um and what makes them different is that that's a perception of fun, right? Because I've been in some precarious positions. Um going uphill is a lot harder than going downhill. I actually saw a big contentious conversation on one of the, the bigger off-roading groups this weekend uh where they had to call into contention going up rock ledges and and perspectives because people on you know they're critical. It's hard going uphill. Going downhill. A lot of damage can happen because of speed. Yeah, you can just fall. Yes, but you know, gravity helps you along the way, and yeah. so the black trails at Bantam 2.0 are are actually really fun, so long as you have a big enough tire and ground clearance, and so on and so forth.
0: And uh, Chuck, who I believe was
1: with you guys, is saying, "Burn it down." So Chuck is bringing up the <laughs> fact that I, uh, I one of the one of the one of the descents. Um, I don't know who the spotter was. He did a nice job and he was like, "Here I come. You know, I'm kind of meandering down this rock formation and he's like, "Hey, I'm going to bounce the, I'm going to bounce the Jeep. So follow my in my spotting." And I was like, "Oh, yeah, sounds good. Bounce the Jeep. You know, I'm here for that." <laughs> and um he lined me up in such a way, and I come down, and the suspension kind of loads and then loads, and then boom, I'm down in this big. You know, granted, the 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 skid sliders, belly, you know, armor, all that hits, but everything's copaesthetic. But in that process, he goes, "I see, I see a spark. I think I see fire." And I was like, "No, I'm okay," you know. Um, he's like, "No, I saw it," and we send it. We we decided to move a little you know a little more and he's like there it is again and i can hear this crackly poppy and i'm thinking
2: Meh. Nah,
1: <laughs> that's, fine. that's fine that's fine there's nothing to see here and we kind of come try to get out of the way of the next guy who's you know sliding down this rock embankment um and uh we get kind of precariously on this this side angled hill and it's sitting there running and davy falls out of the seat the savage falls out of the jeep and he's over he's got the camera on and i'm I popped the hood and uh uh the battery hold down on my Jeep was a a rubber nice heavy duty battery hold down not that no. heavy no, no, yeah, no. not, yeah, not, not that heavy no. <laughs> not that heavy duty um no. it was properly secured and the uh bouncing action unsecured it so um so at that point in time Uh, the posts, which I actually have side mounted posts on purpose so that, uh, in the event of a, you know, off camber or rollover situation, the battery wouldn't come up and weld itself to the hood. But what was actually happening was now the battery hold down, uh, the actual threaded rod that would hold the rubber hold down had broken and was grounding itself from the hot uh, positive terminal to the metal battery tray mm-hmm. itself.
2: Everyone should under underhood weld once in a
1: while. And was, was welding itself, uh, arky-sparky, you know, kind of uh, in this nice, you know, manner in which case we're creating a, a dead short electrical fire uh, under the hood. You know, for other people, this might be a problem, <laughs> might be concerning, but for me, you know, hey, you've day. burned enough Jeeps burned I've been on enough vehicles that have been on fire. His own. Is important note. It's important to know. It's important to know. I don't understand that. Um, but yes, because I, I don't drive all that many pieces of junk. I do prefer pieces you, you, of junk. You don't? But, <laughs> <sighs> all right. Anyways, I want to thank. JK don't break down. That's all I'm saying. I want to thank Rob uh, <laughs> because on the trail, those problem-solving aspects that he wanted to do, That's right. um, we were able to produce some duct tape. Uh, which allowed me to tape off this uh, this threaded rod piece off to, like, my air conditioning line. As you should. And then Rob uh, produced hey, this... ratchet strap. <laughs> little ratchet strap, which is, like, perfectly 36 inches in length.
0: It's definitely bigger than uh, Scott's recovery strap. Oh, it's definitely more <laughs> robust
1: saver. and it's, bigger than it's his not recovery the right strap. the color, though. If it was purple, um, it would be better. And Rob produced this ratchet <laughs> strap, uh, which then we took... And ratchet strapped the uh, the battery back down to my jeep, and uh, was uh, wonderfully holding my battery uh, down on my jeep, literally up until today. So I'm going to bequeath and return this to you. <laughs> this trail it. fix is is done, and I'm going to have to fix it professionally now and your ratchet strap has been returned to its home. So So
4: this is a custom ratchet strap, obviously. That's custom.
1: We can charge extra, (laughs) and and it's been used
2: and proven. It's a proven design at this point. I mean, when I get one that's that custom, it usually gets named. (laughs) <laughs> oh, man. Oh, but this man. Is,
4: this is custom built to stretch across my tub to secure my tool bags. Oh, uh, so. <laughs> this, been is, missing this has been missing. Yeah, oh, he needs this. My tools this. have been unsecured. Oh, oh, no. Oh, no. We're not uh, trail ready. Uh, we're no.
1: not trail ready.
0: So here comes the flaming. Yeah. Yes, it's yes. so the, the it is there. Are we going to do a transition then?
1: I think we need to finish up here, folks. We're going to talk about a, a couple of things that we're thankful for. And then we're going to part ways for the day. With Thanksgiving just
0: around the corner. Here at SFJ 4x4, we have a lot to be thankful about. It's now time for thank you cards. (sighs) <sighs> oh,
3: Jeffrey.
1: Jeffrey Jeffrey is so gifted uh, in in what he just does. wait and, for our new hold music to be released oh my gosh our phone systems are being revamped folks so if you've tried calling us in the last you know six to eight months understand our phone systems are being revamped and uh, we we've heard your concerns and we're addressing them. Jeffrey might be addressing them too well.
2: <laughs> so I, I kind of want to take the first two. And then the third one you have to do, Neil. Scott or Jeff, you put these in a
1: list form. And so Scott's literally just going to read them off. I literally said, these are some samples, Scott. You could pick one or two, It says, pick whatever. them off. You, you can pick from the well, bottom. I like if the if first two. I know you are. Go ahead. Do your thing. <laughs>
2: okay. Thank you, Amazon, for selling cheap, 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 cheap parts that will rust immediately in our area. We appreciate you supporting our business with these throwaway parts.
1: <laughs> big shout out to you yes. amazon <laughs> in the holiday season and china i you know what people have watched a couple of my youtube videos and they're like what's wrong with amazon
2: bumpers and i i yeah, really well, struggle wait I three just, years and you won't have it anymore i'm just
1: thankful that davy the savage <laughs> responds to 90 percent of our youtube you know comments because i i'm not capable of it
2: for some reason my bumper's still okay i'm gonna say thank
1: you supply chain issues for, ma- for making us work three times as hard to take care of our customers. We would forget what good sust- customer service is without you. <laughs> we have to work at that every day. Are, are you doing one, Jeff? Um, sure. Thank you, Cheap Oversized
0: Tires, for requiring pounds of weight instead of ounces. It really helps keep our suppliers in
1: business. <laughs> ah. Here's looking at you, Tech Tire. <laughs> You'll be jo- Tech Tire will be joining us on
2: the, on a future podcast to talk about tire technology and, here, and here's one from my soul thank you daylight savings times for making us believe it's midnight when we leave work at five thirty. it's very helpful messing with my sleep schedule <laughs> 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 who likes sunshine
1: oh cleaning off the jeeps and at you know in the dark you get here in the dark you, r- you leave in but the dark thank oh. god i got rigid headlights <laughs> oh my oh my um you yes. know what?
0: I feel like but the last one is actually mine. Yeah, Jeff. Well, it's I don't know, say, about but this. I didn't
1: know if Rob wanted to, to read one. There was actually um, if he wanted to join us on, on or make little. one up a, yeah, uh, why not? improv. So that that is the, the, the third from the bottom is there. And the second one still. Uh, Scott said he was going to take the second one and he yeah, didn't he did. go for it. So
4: I guess oh, wow. I get the, the third from the bottom. I was looking at another one. Uh, the large
1: box store. It feels like it's kind of up your alley, honestly, from the. Scott, read the second one while you're uh, at it because you th- were so
2: geeked up on it. Uh, thank you, Great Lakes, especially Lake Erie, for providing us with all this snow and ice so we can wheel on the main roads and use our recovery gear on highways. <laughs> yeah, that, I was gravitating towards that one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> once see, we clear off, off all the snow that we can then see. Yes.
4: But that, that does fit your Facebook post about the uh, the Jeep on the snow mound too. Yeah. Yes, it uh, does. But yes. I guess the uh, third from the bottom. Thank you, large box stores, for requiring non-functional install tools for your product boxes. Mm-hmm. It brings to life... The saying, you're only one bolt away from a 30-minute job becoming a three-hour job. Yeah, helpful we know when they, that. When <laughs> they include that three-hour
0: increase. <laughs> you just did that job. You I did. know how that feels. Yes. Uh, the, the last one I threw on there was just because uh, uh, what you don't know is I have purchased a new computer for our studio. Oh, geez. I, And uh, I said, thank you, Apple, for making me buy a PC to be more compatible with our audio equipment for creating this podcast. You never fail to let me down, except for when it comes to third-party software. See oh,
2: you, users.
0: <laughs> uh, Chuck is chiming in. Thank you, Dealer Service Centers, for helping us find people that can actually fix
1: Jeeps. Oh, <laughs> Yikes. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to bring it down a moment, folks, and I am going to uh, offer sincere gratitude and thanks. Um, this... Year has been uh, challenging. A lot of people talk about the challenges of the past three years and whatnot. SFJ Four by Four has largely uh, weathered this, uh, you know, the ups and downs of the last decade of professional full-time work um, in in a manner that is just makes us better, stronger, um, and more equipped to 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 deal with the needs of our customer base. Um, it's it's important to note that. Uh, that's that's attributed to you, our viewers, our listeners, our people who continue to support the business, uh, to listen to the information, to uh, to give feedback, to show uh, your support and gratitude to us. Um, we have just the best customer, friend, follower base that you could possibly imagine. People bringing donuts, helping with projects, offering up um, you know advice, feedback following along, sharing our posts. Uh, I mean, we had a customer so far as listen to the thing about the steaks a couple weeks ago, and they brought us a bag full of steaks and sausages to the shop. I mean, just how cool are you guys who make up our base? And so we thank you for spreading that message. We thank you for supporting our business. Um, and, and continuing to bring that, uh, that special recipe that is SFJ four by four out to the Jeep off-road and auto community. So here's looking at you. We thank you so much for your continued support. We have a few more episodes left in this season, and then we're going to take a two week break. Um, we're going to put out some content just for our listeners on their favorite streaming platforms. So if you are on iTunes, Spotify, Google Cast, so on and so forth, make sure you head over there and get some of our bonus content while we're on break here at our service facility and in the podcast studio ourselves. And folks, if you haven't, make sure you head over to Daddy Jeep Garage on YouTube. Like and subscribe. Check out his cool stuff. Uh, he's probably got I know he's got some gear in the works that you can probably buy some merch, get some cool stickers, yeah, some really cool stickers. And uh, you'll you'll see we've got him putting some of the stickers on uh, our lifts, making them better, faster, stronger. Uh, they can lift more weight uh, and more stable. Now, you can also head over to SFJ four x 4com Grab yourself uh, one of our cool podcast stickers itself for four dollars and 19 cents. It'll be a fun gag gift for somebody who has no idea. That uh, Jeep person in your world. Send it to them. They can get hooked up with us. Uh, get over there and get yourself a fanny pack. Why don't you have that already? you got to be a cool kid. Get yourself a fanny pack.
2: Instead, get an I Speak Jeep t-shirt. Oh, that too. And your favorite an option, Jeep color. And yes. your favorite Jeep Green color. Green preferred. No. <laughs> <put. laughs>
1: Oh, Blue Jeep Crew, he just threw down. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> wow. Rob, thank you so much for joining us. It was an absolute pleasure. Hey, uh, um, love seeing you. no, what you're doing. Time.
0: Real quick, too, some of the upcoming episodes. We do have the 12 Days of Jeep Miss uh, Jeep Holiday Gifts. Those are going to be coming up here. Um, and also, once again, obviously, we wish you all a happy and safe Thanksgiving. On Friday, November 26th, we invite all Jeepers to join us at Simpson Family Jeeps for Connie at Ohio's annual Christmas Parade. Uh, the meetup time starts at 4 p.m. at our shop located 324 orange street you will have some time to decorate your jeep for the parade prior to lineup uh, typically we have between 30 and 40 jeeps in the parade love to see even more absolutely uh, last year we had giant inflatable snowmen and santas this year i'm working on getting a surprise guest to make an appearance not even neil or scott knows who this guest is wow. however i recorded our last conversation and we'll
1: play a clip for a teaser um, and there will be refreshments here. So, and you know, plenty of time to tell stories about what you have or haven't done in your Jeep. But what, what would I wear? Oh, all right. So we hope to see you all there. Jim Carrey will be joining us. Folks. Um, oh, yes. and,
0: uh, I see Adam saying, when is the parade? The parade is Friday. This, this coming Friday, Black Friday.
1: It actually steps off, uh, post time, uh, of the meetup here at the shop. So it's kind of like, uh, you come as you please between four and, and six. um, as 6 gets closer, that's closer to step-off time. So, you know, you don't have to show up at 3.30. Uh, really, nobody's going to be here, so don't do that. But show up, you know, at 4 o'clock or so. We're going to have sacks. We'll be, t- you know, sharing the, the good, you know, season's greetings, the thankfulness. We'll be recovering from our food comas. And, and,
2: and what's more fun than zip-tying lights on your Jeep in the dark, in the cold, in our parking lot? <laughs> that sounds perfect that sounds to me. <laughs> All right, Jeep family, I hope you enjoyed this. The
1: 52nd episode of the i speak jeep podcast you're going to find this on your favorite streaming platform by wednesday on youtube by friday big continued shout out to rob from daddy jeep garage get over there and subscribe already follow him check out his cool stuff until then jeep family jeep on jeep
2: on jeep on